1: is strictly an opinion, and is
2: subject to change at any time, especially in the case of new evidence. It shouldn't be taken seriously. So, just don't.
1: If you ask a group of 100 kids between the age of, oh say, 12 to 18 years old, what they want to be when they grow up 99 out of 100 are going to say I want to be rich they may not have any clue as to how they're going to get there but they know that they want to have the money to do all the dumb things you can dream up when you're that age as most of us know once you sit down at the dinner table of real life you'll be served a few shit sandwiches and by the end of the meal just hope you can find a job that'll pay the bills there are the extreme few that find a way to make the money you dream about as a kid the kind of money to build a mansion have your pick of any car you want and hell the kind of money to build your own fucking rocket and go to outer space one of those men and the subject of today's show is none other than electric car guru and rocket man himself elon musk how the hell did elon get to where he's at with that big old brain of his he has no doubt been a visionary of technological advances in multiple different industries if you listen to him in interviews you can tell this dude is incredibly smart Not the smart like you want him on your bar trivia team, but the smart to build revolutionary products and have the brain power that can literally take things to other planets. How he got started on these journeys is interesting. Was he always into electric cars? Did a Russian scientist spitting on him start his journey to one day colonize Mars? Why exactly is Elon Musk in our courtroom today? To quote the great ultimate warrior, let's load the spaceship with the rocket fuel and get ready to blast off in this episode of... Asshole Court. All right, boys, let's get some pre-show scores on Elon Musk. Mikey, what you got, buddy?
0: Okay. Um, so like I'm conflicted with Elon Musk because obviously he's done a lot for humanity and is moving things in, in the right direction. That being said, a lot of times too, I find him, you know, sort of childish and petty and he can be a little weird and stuff like that. And a lot of my beef with Elon Musk isn't necessarily just with him, it's with like his the fucking Elon Musk stands like his fanboy group. You know what I'm saying? It's like honestly, like I'm I'm a huge fan of Radiohead, uh, but I get why some people get irritated by like Radiohead <laughs> fans. Yes. because they're just like Jesus Christ. We get it. They're legendary. Greatest they're genius. Ever. Yeah, I mean, they are my favorite band, but I totally get the discomfort with having to talk to a Radiohead fan if the subject is Radiohead, and it's sort of the same with like Elon Musk. Like there is uh, like a total inability to look at him objectively as a human being. And at the end of the day, that's what he is. He's a flawed person. You know what I'm saying? Like he's he's human. A, like he, we all are. Yeah. He's a smart dude. Obviously he's a smart guy. And like I said, I, I, nobody has done more for electric cars ever. Nobody's done more for privatized space programs and stuff like that than he has. And then at times you read his Twitter feed and you're just like, what the fuck, man? Um, that being said, uh, just to kind of keep this short, like I said I'm I'm conflicted. I'm going to start him off with a 5.5 uh because you know when you get to that level of that sort of money you're 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 stepping on people's balls to get there and some of the other stuff that I'm sure we're going to get into and, and I'll cover my my takes on those is uh it's going to bump them up beyond a
1: normal asshole score. So 5.5. All right. 5.5 for Mikey. Buddy, what do you got?
2: All right. So, I mean, of course, I know who Elon Musk is. Um, he's what is, is he the second richest person in the world or yeah,
1: depending on the day? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Him and Jeff Bezos. Carlos That's Slim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Carlos <laughs> Slim actually was at one point but for like a week. <laughs> so, um, you know, I know him and um, I don't know a lot of the history about him. So I'm very interested to see what we uncover here today in the courtroom. Um, what I do know about him is that his tweets keep on fucking with all of my Bitcoin so I wish he would just shut the hell
1: up about that. Agreed. You well, know? no, actually, I wish he'd pump that shit up, but the FTC might have something to say about that. We'll,
2: we'll get into a lot of yeah. this stuff. I'm sure. sure. Yeah, we're going to cover that in the show. You know, as Randy was talking about in the intro, I mean, I've seen him in podcasts and stuff like that. And he's extremely intelligent and he he can explain stuff very well for the average person to understand. Right. There's a lot of pauses um, like where he's like, all right, how can I dumb this down? You know, my brain is going to say this in a very smart way that maybe not everybody's going to comprehend. So um, he does pause a little bit. But I mean, like watching him on Joe or hearing him on the Joe Rogan podcast multiple times, uh, he really knows what he's talking about. I don't think that he inhaled weed when he was on the Joe Rogan podcast, though. If you see the video from it, I mean, it's a thick cloud that comes out. And I know he caught a lot of shit for that. But um, that's, you know, my take on all of it. All right. So um yeah to also keep it short and sweet um I'm going to give him just the uh the standard 5.0 because mm-hmm. I, I know he's done a lot of really good stuff. Um hell he 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 he's pushing the electric car but he also put the blueprint for it online for everybody to copy. You know, he was like if we're all in the, uh, in, the in a sinking ship mm-hmm. and I've got the, the the blueprint for a you know for the bucket mm-hmm. I'm going to pass that out otherwise the whole ship goes down. So you know what kudos to him. He could have kept that on lock he does keep it on lock a little bit by only allowing tesla to service them but you know yeah at the end of the day i'm going to give him a 5.0 and uh let's see where he ends up by the end of the show all right randy what you got
1: yeah so i'm definitely an elon musk fan i think what he's doing is really fucking cool i know we've talked in a previous episode about the dick tracy watches we saw as a kid and now we're wearing them uh we watched the jetsons and saw the flying cars i know we don't have those yet but if you've ever ridden in a tesla I kind of imagine that's what it would be like, sure. right?
2: And then if uh, if we're ever to have like made robots like they had in the Jetsons, yeah. it's probably going to have Tesla written across the yeah, face of I it. I think so. Boston Dynamics
0: has a better robot program. In fact, the other day when Tesla put out their robot and it was just a person in a skin suit dancing around, <laughs> that one stung a little bit. I was like, man, this guy, we'll get into that because he has a, a habit of, of over-promising and under-delivering for sure,
1: but... Rosie from the Jetsons. She was awesome. Yeah. Everybody yeah. wanted a Rosie. That's what I wanted. I Everybody's want the- like,
2: I want the flying cars like I want Rosie. No, bro. I want the sandwich maker. The machine that- oh, yeah, that's
1: right. <laughs> that
0: shit was just like I want this sandwich and it just puts it out there with a little robot <laughs> arm. Fuck Rosie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so prior to the show, I hadn't done I hadn't really heard a lot about Elon being an asshole. So my pre show score is actually a four point two five. Okay. All right. With a four point two five from Randy, a five point five from Mikey, and a five from Buddy.
2: Elon Musk's pre-show asshole score is a 4.9.
1: All right, right. 4.9. So he's clocking in pre-show. Let's see here. Just above Ty Cobb and right below Dr. Oz. Okay. All right. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting place to start off. Yeah, absolutely. I wonder where he's going to end up. I'm about to find out. You guys ready to blast off?
0: Let's do it. Let's do it.
1: On Earth date, June 28, 1971, in a galaxy far, far away, Elon Reeve Musk was born. That galaxy was actually Pretoria, South Africa, and Elon was the oldest of three children to mother May Musk and father Errol Musk. So Errol is a super old name. The only Errol, Errol I know. Flynn. Errol Flynn. And, and now we have Errol Spence, the boxer. That's
0: right, yeah. It's oh, yeah.
1: like an aerosol Musk.
0: I know there's something <laughs> about the name that's I think it's because I have the immediate like connotation of Errol Flynn as a like, swashbuckling That's right, yeah. fucking ladies man that uh, drank <laughs> a lot and then put cocaine on his dick. True story. <laughs> <laughs> we can do Errol Flynn someday. Interesting. Yeah, my grandmother would love that show, but she's dead.
2: What, girls like snorting coke off his dick or something? No. Like, do the, it to get it hard.
0: The rumor was that he would do it to numb his dick so he could fuck longer. Errol, oh. er, Errol Flynn was a bad, bad, like bad boy. <laughs>
1: man. The ladies like the bad boys. Yeah, yeah. So a couple of shows ago, we learned a little known fact about Osama Bin Laden's mom, who I so eloquently described as a hoe. <laughs> uh, Elon Musk's mother may won't be described as the same, but there is something about his mother that isn't really well known or talked about much. She was a supermodel. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, no, really? It gets, it, it, yeah, it gets talked about fairly frequently. When they bring up his mom, it's always like, his mom, the model. And then, I, which always immediately made me go, uh, type in yep. May Musk Young. Yeah. Google <laughs> That's, right. That's exactly And when, right. he, when you type in May Musk, the next one below May Musk is May Musk Young. Because everybody's like, oh, what's it like, the bone air like Elon's <laughs> mom. mom.
1: That's right. Uh, yeah, so Canadian-born May Musk is the oldest woman to star in a CoverGirl campaign. So just like you, Mikey, I checked her out online. Most of the pictures are from her later years, but you find some of those ones from the 60s and yeah, yeah, she's hot. She
0: was a cute girl for sure. And and her modeling career was, she had one for sure, but actually her modeling career now has exploded because she's Elon Musk's mom. Of course. Of course. You're like, let's put her in this and stuff like that. So. You know, she's even now, she looks for her age. You're like, okay, that's what you hope your wife looks like at that age. Yeah, sure. I'm sure a lot of like female listeners are like, fuck Mikey. (laughs) (laughs) We always catch shit for that. I'm just saying she's attractive, okay? I'm sorry.
1: So Elon's dad, Errol, is a very accomplished electromechanical engineer and claims to have made his first million by the age of 30. Mm -hmm. The family owned one of the biggest houses in Pretoria thanks to the success of Errol's engineering business a business that included large projects such as office buildings, retail complexes, residential subdivisions, and an Air Force base. Mm -hmm. Elon even admits that his father is brilliant at engineering. Wow. Well, the acorn doesn't fall far from the tree. That's right, yeah. When Elon was about nine years old, his parents divorced. In an interview, Errol admits that he's a philanderer, saying, I had a very pretty wife, but there are always prettier, younger girls. I really loved May, but I screwed it up. Mm-hmm. So he definitely cheated on his mom. Oh, yeah.
2: I keep getting older. They stay the
1: same age. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. In her recent memoir, May wrote that Errol was physically, financially, and emotionally manipulative and abusive. When May decided to split from the marriage, she said she remembers eating peanut butter sandwiches and bean soup to survive and worked up to five jobs at one time to support her and the kids. Wow.
2: To, yeah. He didn't. She didn't get like half of his... Stuff. Well, I guess maybe our might laws have, different in Africa. Might have taken then.
1: some time. You know, you never really know how that plays out. Yeah. yeah obviously, it may have been different in South Africa because it sounds like shooting is shit. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't cheaper to keep her. He was, uh, yeah.
0: No, I don't think it mattered at that point, you yeah. know.
1: So two years after the divorce, Elon decided to go live with his father in Pretoria. That didn't go well. While Elon has described his dad as an engineering genius, he has also said that he is a terrible human being. Almost every evil thing you could possibly think of, he has done, up to and included killing people. Yeah, that's right. Oh, wow. According to the Elder Musk, he shot and killed three people who broke into his house in Johannesburg, a crime for which he was reportedly charged with manslaughter, but eventually acquitted on the basis of self-defense.
2: Money, 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 money.
0: That's an interesting point, too, because I was was reading a thing on it, and some people really want to sort of build up the story like he is a massive monster may have just murdered these people outright. But then the reality is there's not much there to, to dig into and find out what actually happened. And the reality is honestly, is that home invasion is a very serious problem in South Africa. So, I mean, or, you know, maybe it was just like uh, Homer Simpson when he invited Ned Flanders over so he could kill him (laughs) in his house. But, I mean, it, it, honestly, it wouldn't surprise me to find out that there was just a home invasion, and yeah, maybe he just did what he had to do. Think
1: about Oscar Pretorius. That's why he went to prison, is he thought somebody was breaking in his house. That's uh, his story. Yeah, yeah, he killed his girlfriend. He killed fun. his girlfriend, yeah.
2: But it almost sounds like they have a Howard Stark and Tony Stark kind of dynamic to each other, where they both kind of extremely smart and were kind of assholes to each other.
1: I just know Tony Stark was Iron Man.
2: Yeah, and his dad was a real dick to Omen. Uh, but that's also what pushed him to be what he was. So
1: most of our
0: fans will get that. Me and Randy are sitting here. It's <laughs> just like, yes. I know, know Robert, Iron Man. I know Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> yeah.
1: it's yeah. about it. But wait, there's more. In March of 2018, UK newspaper The Times reported that Errol Musk fathered a child with his stepdaughter, Yana Boosenhout. When the story broke, Musk was 72 years old, and Boozenhout was just 30.
0: Yeah, it was his fucking stepdaughter. Oh, That's right, man. Be Woody Allen, that shit. Oh, oh yeah, and, and
1: and check out his explanation. As Mail Online wrote in 2018, Errol described the pregnancy as an accident. He said <laughs> both Yana and the son were living with him, though they weren't in a relationship. Oh, this was an accident, you know. There's there was some water on the kitchen floor. And I slipped, and all of a sudden, <laughs> there he is. She's pregnant. Now. Oh, oops, yeah. My there bad. we go. Well,
0: did you talk about his other career? What's that? Errol Musk?
1: No. Huh? What's his other career? He owned an emerald mine. Oh, that that was a, that's a big piece. I read about that, yeah.
0: Yeah, he actually owned, or he had like a half-stake ownership of an emerald mine in Zambia, which is, you know, I mean, if you know the background of mining in Africa, it's not a great look. Now, maybe, maybe it was a like employee friendly
2: emerald mine but odds are it was not more, great it was more like blood diamond from uh the Leonardo DiCaprio movie yeah, yeah.
0: diamond mines mining in Africa is rife with problems yes you know, of that, course to yeah. sort of. Yeah. but the story that he told how he came across it to own half of this uh emerald mine just randomly was that they were flying a plane because he was really big into flying planes yep. or whatever and they landed and he ran into some Italians That were just like, hey, we really want to buy a plane. So he was like, cool. He sold a plane to him. I think he said for like 80,000, something along those lines. And then they turn around. They're like, oh, by the way, would you like to own half of an emerald mine? And he was like, well, now that I got this money, why don't I just buy half of this emerald mine? Now, maybe it happened that way. And maybe, maybe he treats his
1: emerald mining employees very well. I'm just saying everything's up to OSHA standard. Yes, you know they have plenty of paid time off. Absolutely, great health care benefits. Yeah, the
0: regulations in Zambia are just top notch. Top notch. That's it's right. It's practically Absolutely. Western Europe. It's
1: like him and Pat Robertson
2: were on the same train. Yeah, yeah. there you go. You know? Yeah, it's
0: never a good look. But yeah, he uh, fucking fortune uh, diamond mine. That's that so much money in the Musk family.
1: Yes, but Elon told many interviewers as they were finding out all this information about his dad. One interviewer said Elon warned me of corresponding with his father, insisting that his father's take on past events could not be trusted. Yeah, so it sounds like Dad's a fucking liar. He is, and yeah. he's an asshole. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. an asshole. Yeah. But
0: it is a fact that they own the Emerald Mine yeah. for sure, no doubt. The story how he came across of it or came it's across sketchy. It, everything on this guy's life is sketchy. He sounds yeah. like a horrible person. Elon hates him. May hates him. Even uh, his, his brother, Kimball, hates him. So it's obviously not a good guy.
1: Yeah. Dear old dad. Yeah. <laughs> Dear dad. <laughs> but what was Elon himself like as a kid? As a child, Musk was so lost in his daydreams about inventions that his parents and doctors ordered a test to check his hearing. In grade school, Musk was short, introverted, and bookish. May Musk said in an interview that Elon was the youngest and smallest guy in the school mm-hmm. and that he was picked on all the time. As Mikey alluded to, Musk has a brother named Kimball and he agreed with mom by saying kids gave Elon a very hard time. It was pretty rough in South Africa, he said. If you're getting bullied, you still have to go to school. You just have to get up in the morning and go. He hated it so much. Yeah. Elon suffered very badly at the hands of cruel children while growing up in South Africa. You might be thinking to yourself, hell, I was bullied in school. But Elon was once hospitalized mm-hmm. when a group of boys threw him down a flight of stairs and then beat him until he blacked out.
2: Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Yep.
1: That's for real, man. Absolutely.
2: Take this book, boy. <laughs> yeah. Well, they,
0: he he was such an book odd boy. Kid. I like that. He was such an odd kid that they uh, they had his adenoids taken out. I had my adenoids. adenoids yeah, yeah. They took it out because they thought that like 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 Randy was talking about that maybe he just couldn't hear. Mm-hmm. When like at certain times or whatever, when they were because he would just zone out, he would just totally space out be lost
2: in his own world. Yeah. yeah and yeah. they actually
0: took his adenoids out or whatever, because they thought, well, maybe those will fix it here. And that didn't matter because he just look. the guys on the spectrum. I mean, there's just yeah. no way around. It, yeah, you know sure. That's
1: right. So honestly, I guess you could tell 40 years later who got the last laugh there. Hell, if I was Elon, we talked about knowing how dangerous South Africa can be. Mm hmm. I might see about making those dudes disappear if you still remember who it was. Fucking beat that's you to, right. Beat you, you to blackout. It. You're the fucking second richest guy in the world. You heard so it fucking, here first. We're advocating. That's right.
2: This, that's murder right. for hire. <laughs> those guys. Dead
1: deeds. to cheap. I'm just saying. I'm I just know. saying. If you get fucking thrown down a flight of stairs yeah. and kicked until you black out. I might, I might, yeah, I might come back and serve. Son. They,
0: they said that he didn't have a lot of friends, and no. that that he finally made one friend, and that the bullies, the same ones that like kicked him and then like threw him down the stairs and then kicked him till he fucking you know was unconscious, uh, actually bullied the kid that was his friend into not being his friend, Jesus. and then actually had him set Elon Musk up to get jumped.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah,
0: so it was very deep. Like, he definitely, and this is the thing, like I said, this is where I talk about, like, my conflict sometimes is that with Elon Musk, even if he comes across as dickish, you can't help but feel bad for the kid. Because you see kids get fucking bullied and shit and bullied to that extent, and you're just like, fuck, dude. You know, you hope that you, like, take that and absorb that and become... Like a better person or whatever, you know um, And maybe that's why he didn't decide to kill them In South Africa
1: <laughs> The option's still open there, Elon If you're listening, <laughs> trust me
0: Wait, are you, are, you, are you, is this an advertisement? Yeah, <laughs> so you're advocating I'm
1: just... this over here, Randy Look, all I'm saying is everybody has a price, right?
0: Offline to South Africa
1: Right now You got a good accent, you might be able to I'll take you with me <laughs> You do all the talking I'm, I'm the muscle we'll human. Sh- we'll make this shit happen <laughs> So why is it that Musk was picked on so much? Was it just because he was small and weird? Maybe. But also from everything I read, he was a fucking dork. Honestly, I bet most of the richest people in the world were pretty dorky as kids, and odds are most tech wizards probably weren't the starting varsity quarterback. I mean, Jeff Bezos doesn't look like he was Mr. Popular back in the middle and high school
0: no and it's so funny to see the transformation of jeff bezos yeah. and elon musk and, oh, yeah. because yeah. Tr- if jeff bezos if you see it at, like there's an interview with him in 97 on 60 minutes and that guy looks like a gay librarian
1: <laughs> and then
0: now now he looks like a fucking marvel comic book villain. that's right yeah. yeah the bad guy yeah, yeah and absolutely. then uh you know if you ever want to see when uh musk was with paypal when he's standing next to his computer and the guy's like doll hair because he's going bald so yeah. bad. And now you look at him, and you're like, yes, yeah, money will buy looks all day, baby. Yeah.
1: And we'll, we'll talk about that a little sure. bit. So, I mean, I'm sure there are some tech wizards out there that might have made it uh, after administering swirlies in high school, but probably most were the kids at the bottom of the stairs. Around age 10, Must developed an interest in computing and video games and acquired a Commodore VIC-20. Using only a manual and that big old brain of his, he learned computer programming by age 12. Oh, wow. Yeah. His first masterpiece was a game he called Blastar. He sold the code of the basic-based video game to PC and Office Technology Magazine for approximately $500. So, in the game, your mission as the game's lonely space pilot is to destroy the alien freighter carrying deadly hydrogen bombs and status beam machines. Blastar is mostly a mix of, like, space invaders and asteroid... it's much more basic there's never really any more than two ships on the screen very few sound effects and like many games of its time it really has no ending nerd
2: alert
0: nerd alert (laughs) nerd alert
1: it's almost unimpressive that is until you remember that it was made by a 12 year old in 1984 yeah Yeah. and And on the
2: Commodore like that's not a powerful system I
1: watched a few videos Mm. I went you can go to YouTube and look at it right Mm. go Elon Musk blast star um, and exactly that think of asteroid or um pre-atari
2: was, you know? oh yeah
1: no doubt what was the other one um not galaxy but uh um, galaga galaga there you go yep. where you're at the bottom of the screen and you're shooting up
2: yep just going left and right and That's shooting right. up
1: yep so you could go left and right and there was only one thing to shoot at but mm-hmm. you had to time your shot yeah that was pretty much the whole gist of the game there
2: well and errol
0: talked about it at one point too because again this is the thing that you have to recognize that the uh, luxury of having access to the wealth that they have mm-hmm. is what got him into a program and he paid i think at the time something like twelve thousand dollars or whatever to allow him to go to the special class to learn on these ibm computers the coding now errol said that when he showed up to like pick him up one day that all these people were crowding around elon and asking him his questions on this you know computer coding or whatever it was so i like, he said he's a smart dude but imagine this guy instead of being like loaded and going to a pre like a pretoria private school is just some dude in the slums and he's having to like sketch out the uh yeah the the computer code and nobody gets he doesn't ever get a shot to make this game
1: so he he attended a private school in his early years called the Watercloof house prep school but then attended a public high school in pretoria branston high school for a couple years before he did graduate from pretoria boys school Mm -hmm. so pretoria boys high school is a private school with a pretty long list of famous alumni including the aforementioned Oscar Pistorius, the uh, Paralympian who won the gold medal and then murdered his girlfriend. That's right. And murder murder her he did. That's right. As he got older, Musk realized he was going to have to make a move in order to get where he wanted to be. And that place was in the tech world. A quote from Musk reads, I remember thinking and seeing that America is where great things are possible more than any other country in the world fucking america at its finest right there yeah well he also
0: really hated south africa he yeah. fucking hated being there which well, is kind of cool. Your I mean, shit kicked in and well, that, down the stairs. yeah, yeah. well and yeah, also exactly. like a lot of people don't even really maybe recognize this but this is uh south africa in the 80s which is like almost the height of apartheid yep yeah and so when he went to pretoria boys or whatever it was was the, a lot of people were talking about like this was one way to avoid conscription and and to avoid being in the south african army which, right. again, do you really want to be in the army for a country that is, like, dictated by apartheid? No. No, not so, at all. So, yeah, like, credit where credit's due and stuff like that. I mean, that's that's kind of cool that he... I mean, again, it's all speculation, but obviously he hated it so much that he wanted to get
1: he, out of there. He was
2: making moves to make... Yeah, to yeah. make him get, to get out of there. He was on the first plane out of there. Yeah.
1: But knowing that it would be easier to enter the U.S. from Canada, Musk applied for a Canadian passport through his Canadian-born mother. While awaiting the documentation... Like Mikey said, he attended the uh, University of Pretoria for five months, and this allowed Musk to avoid mandatory service in the South African military. Mm -hmm. He arrived in Canada in June of 1989, and he failed to locate a great-uncle in Montreal and instead stayed at a youth hostel. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. He then traveled west to live with a second cousin in Saskatchewan. He stayed there for a year working odd jobs at a farm and a lumber mill, so it's kind of hard to envision Elon Musk working at a lumber mill kind of living like a vagrant hippie life for a couple years
0: it's kind of hard to imagine him as smart as he is not being able to find his uncle
2: (laughs) i mean let's be honest dude you know what i'm saying well this Uh, is pre-internet so you know he couldn't just skip trace (laughs) him
0: yeah he's he's not known for like uh, his crazy work ethic or anything either he just gave up after a one shot well that's not the right address i guess i'll just go be a
2: vagrant (laughs) here's a hostel all right they've got a bed for me so yeah
1: Everyone here seems very cool. Very cool. I like the community shower aspect is of it They're not quite
2: <laughs> subhuman.
0: Like the, now, do you ever talk about when he went to New York as a kid and was walking around with emeralds in his pockets? No.
1: Oh, I read about it, but I don't talk about it. Yeah. yeah this
0: is just sort of a... a this it, is
1: a kind of a story that they can't really...
0: They can't verify yeah, or whatever, but his his father verified it, but again... his dad's full of shit. Full, right, yeah, right. A yeah, false Habitual narrative. liar. It's yeah. a false narrative, but... Uh, you know, piece it together. His yeah. dad owned an emerald mine. So he said that him and his brother here, were here. Go to New York with they, a bunch of emeralds in your pocket. Well, said Elon and his brother Kimball, they stole some emeralds. Uh, right? And they went to New when they were in New York, they actually went into a Tiffany's and they were like, Do you want to buy these emeralds? And which is also crazy. You're like, This is fucking
2: crazy. <laughs> these 10 year olds with emeralds yeah, they, coming they, they, in. They said they're
0: like 16 or 17. So they like, Check them out. And they're like, Well, these are, yeah, okay. They're like, Fuck it, man. There's like, there was like three emeralds. And they bought them for two thousand dollars, and so he was like, "Yeah, they took off
1: had Let's fun. go get hookers. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: <laughs> and they took Let's off. Let's go and, to Times Square and yeah, see what happened. At two thousand dollars, they said, and the story was that one of the emeralds was sold for eight hundred dollars, and Elon came back later on and saw that Tiffany's had uh, put it in a ring and it was selling it for twenty five thousand dollars. Oh my god! And gosh. that's where his dad said that he learned the value of like the retail scam. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. So is it's just, there's all sorts of these weird stories, but you're like, look, at the, like, it's so, the idea of walking around with emeralds in your pocket, <laughs> yeah. like,
1: It's insane. I just imagine it like wrapped up in a, a tissue. It has to be wrapped yeah. yeah. in a tissue. And it's like
0: Snatch when they pull out the diamonds, <laughs> like, it's like it's a fugazi. He's like, it's a fugazi. He's yeah, it is a fugazi.
2: A fugazi.
0: <laughs> We've been asked by our fans, guys, we want more. And just like a genie in a bottle, your wish is our command. Our Patreon page is now live. Find us on Patreon at AHC Podcast to get access to our all new Conspiracy Court episodes. Get a shout out on one of our Asshole Court episodes, voting power on future episodes, stickers, swag, and a whole lot more. Go to patreon.com and search for AHC Podcast to get your fix today. And now, back to
1: your regularly scheduled shenanigans. So, in 1990, Musk got into Queen's University in Kingston, Ontario. And while at Queen's, he met his first boo, Canadian author Justine Wilson. They married in 2000. Their first son, Nevada Alexander Musk, died of sudden infant death syndrome at the age of 10 weeks. SIDS. SIDS. That's right. That sucks. Yeah. couple divorced in 2008, and they still share custody of their five surviving children. Two years later, 1992... Finally made to move to America and transferred to the University of Pennsylvania, where he wound up graduating with a Bachelor of Science degree in economics and a Bachelor of Arts degree in physics from the prestigious Wharton School.
0: Was interesting, too, with his wife and with Errol, because Errol, May said that Errol just literally, like, hounded her until she just sort of gave up and was like, all right. You know, obviously she wasn't, like, forced to marry him, but she was like, he was relentless, would not
2: leave Would her not alone leave me alone yeah the whatever i see what i want and i'm gonna get it yeah, but yeah. i mean my grandmother has similar stories about that correct you
0: know? yeah so he just kept going kept going finally she married him. blah 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 and then the parallel is that his wife his first wife said that elon was the same way like she sort of tried to blow him off a little bit there was like an ice cream date that they're supposed to go on and then she sort of like left him a post-it note that was like i'm good I'm good, thanks.
1: Though he and went then, scorpion on that ass. Get over here. Yeah, he called her.
0: He called her best friend. Figured out where she would be studying at and what nice. kind of ice cream she liked, and then showed up and like forced like the ice cream date's happening, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know Here's that? your cookies and cream, yeah, bitch. Yeah, she said that. Literally said that he was relentless. And as much as as much as as like he hates his dad, you're like, well, well you guys have some parallels there for sure. Yeah.
1: In 94, Elon made his way out west, landing two internships in Silicon Valley during the summer. One at an energy startup, Pinnacle Research Institute, where he worked with Emmett Doc Brown on the redesign of the flux capacitor.
2: Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Just have to get this thing up to 88 miles an hour, <laughs> Elon. Right.
1: No, uh, what he was researching was electrolytic ultra capacitors for energy storage. So something we're all very familiar with. Yes, right? of yes. course. yeah, it's Child's play. His second internship was at the Palo uh, Alto-based startup Rocket Science Games. In 1995, Musk was accepted to a Ph.D. program in materials science at Stanford University. His time at Stanford lasted as long as my hangovers do now that I'm in my 40s. Two days. (laughs) Elon was immersed in the tech boom during his internships and knew that it was time to get out and go make some money. So later that year in 1995, Musk paired up with his brother Kimball and Greg Corey, and founded the web software company Zip2, with funds from angel investors. They housed the venture at a small rented office in Palo Alto. The company developed and marketed an internet city guide for the newspaper publishing industry with maps, directions, and yellow pages. Musk says that before the company became successful, he could not afford an apartment and instead rented an office and slept on the couch and showered at the local YMCA, and he shared one computer with his brother.
2: Yeah, he's already used mm-hmm. to living at a hostel, so I yeah. mean, yeah. not much different, just Should, less people.
0: What if he had found that uncle? <laughs>
2: <laughs> what could the, have been? The yeah. world would be a different place. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: According to Musk, the website was up during the day and I was coding it at night, seven days a week, all the time. The Musk brothers obtained contracts with the New York Times and the Chicago Tribune and persuaded the board of directors to abandon plans for a merger with CitySearch. Musk's attempts to become the CEO, a position held by its chairman, Rich Sorkin, were thwarted by the board. It wasn't all bad news for Elon, as Compaq acquired Zip2 for $307 million in cash in February 1999. Wow, and how old is he, roughly, at this point? So, let's see, 99, he was born in 71, I think. So, all right, so he's like 28 at yeah, this point. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, Musk received $22 million for his 7% share, his first million. Mm
2: millions yeah.
1: yeah at 28 man oh, he's beating dad dad only had 1 million at 30. Well, so then it's
0: how many millions uh that errol had but he also had a an emerald mine which yeah. is a different type of rich yeah. <laughs> that's scrooge mcduck rich bro you're like swimming in your emerald <laughs> that's mine right, that's right jumping in the pool of money that's it.
1: that 22 mil was just the beginning for elon the year he got paid 1999 Musk co-founded X.com. It was an online financial services and email payment company. X going to give it to you. That's right. It is going to give it to him. That startup was one of the first online banks to be federally insured, and within its initial months, over 200,000 customers joined the service. The company's investors saw Musk as an inexperienced rookie and kind of had him replaced with Intuit CEO Bill Harris by the end of the year. The following year, X.com merged with online bank Confinity, to Prevent unnecessary competition. Founded by Max Levchin and Peter Thiel, Confinity had its own money transfer service, a little company by the name of PayPal, which is much more popular than X.com service.
0: Uh, yeah, Peter Thiel is uh, obviously, if you're in the investment world, especially in like the Silicon Valley investment world, VC Capital, Peter Thiel is like an overarching, uh, just dominant force. In the world, he, he bankrolled Facebook, all these other companies and stuff like that. Oh, wow. He wrote one of the greatest like books on entrepreneurship I've ever read in my life, Zero to One, which I recommend for anybody. Uh, even if you don't have an interest in being an entrepreneur, just the way that businesses work and uh, that, that great businesses get built, and I still fucking hate the guy.
1: <laughs> so within the Merge company, Musk returned as CEO, and his preference for Microsoft software over Linux created a rift in the company and caused Teal to resign. Due to resulting technological issues and lack of cohesive business model, the board ousted Musk and replaced him with Teal in September 2000 while he was on his honeymoon with his first wife. Oh, yep. Man. So the experience of getting ousted while on vacation at PayPal foreshadowed a future in which Musk became too scared to take a vacation. He said, the first time I took a week off, the Orbital Sciences rocket exploded and Richard Branson's rocket exploded must said in a 2015 interview on a Danish television station in that same week the second time I took a week off my rocket exploded the lesson here don't take a week off i was yeah. going
0: to say i mean he can say whatever he wants to but his work ethic has always been insane That's when right. they were talking about uh, you know zip 2 or whatever it was um like the people that are talking about, like they would show up, and he'd obviously been there, just like working and sleeping, like barely sleeping on the couch. Yeah, and they would show up at at the seven thirty in the morning, and he would get like really frustrated with uh, his programmers because they wouldn't work. Like he was trying to get them to code for days on end without sleep. Yeah, and it was like I get it in a way. It's weird because especially in in the U.S., you know, work ethic is super respected, and, and you can't help but respect someone that's like trying to build a business and that that's like their everything, but. If the programmers are just employees, you know, maybe they're not going to die in the fucking trenches for zip two or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, no,
2: exactly. I mean, you can't get your employees to care about your company as much as you care about it. Right. Right. And to expect them to put out as much as you put out, is just unreasonable.
0: Yeah. And that's what he always and this this is a, a, a it recurs constantly throughout all of all of the ventures, whether it's SpaceX. Whether it's Tesla, whatever, you know, whatever it is, like he's notorious for being like, I will show up, I will fucking work for 48 hours straight, I'll sleep on the floor. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's just what he does, man. Yeah. It's what he's always been. Sure. And those people that do it, I, I worked for a, a guy before, and that it was their entire life. Now, to me, it was crazy. I'm like, I get it, but like, at what point is enough enough? But it's almost because it's pathological. Yeah, 100%. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. just, this is how you're wired. Like you just work. You're a workaholic. It's yeah. a real thing.
1: Sure. Under his buddy Teal, the company focused on PayPal service, and it was renamed overall PayPal in 2001. In 2002, PayPal was acquired by eBay for $1.5 billion in stock, of which Musk, the largest shareholder with 11.7%, Received nearly a hundred and sixty-five million for his stake in the business. Yep. Wow, man! So Twenty-two mil off the first one, one sixty-five off the second one,
0: and that's what separates guys like that from guys like me. Because I'd be like, I'm good <laughs> forever.
1: Yeah, at that point, oh, like, twenty-two mil. Bro, I'm playing lots of golf. Twenty-two and fucking, mil, uh, and then good. if you want to
0: go ahead and roll the dice again, and you cop another hundred and sixty mil, bro, that's generational wealth. Like I'm, like you know what I want to do. I don't know. Nothing. Like nothing. Yeah, yeah nothing. <laughs> like
2: you get an award. I won capitalism. And yeah, yeah. just sail off into the sunset. Yeah, and
1: I don't know if a lot of people realize that Elon was behind PayPal. He had yeah. a lot of input. I shouldn't say behind it, but he yeah. was heavily involved in PayPal. That's something millions of people use it's on true. a daily basis, you know? And then
2: there's also like to think about it from back then, too. Cause I mean, I remember when we were growing up and in the 90s and stuff like that, it was like. As, long, as soon as you hit a million dollars, man, you can retire and you are gonna like live.
1: I mean, forever yeah. wealthy. You know, it's funny and- you bring that up because now they say, if you retire at age sixty five, mm-hmm. you need at least two million dollars. Everybody, and everybody that, needs two million dollars to retire at sixty five in and today's live, money. In today's yeah. money and live a, a pretty normal life. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what the fuck? I don't need to be a millionaire to retire. Think about it. Yeah. Average life expectancy is way up. Eighty seven, I think it is. Now.
0: No, no, it's still it's still high seventies. It's actually going down a little bit.
1: Or seventy eight, I think. Yeah, yeah. 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 But even so, I mean, it, that's a lot of money to have because you got to live off your investments, and it is. That, yeah, the cost of living just continues to jump. To everybody rocket. Everybody out there knows about the fucking inflation that we're going yeah, through right yeah. now. I mean, it's uh, it's steep. Everything costs more. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean, yeah. yeah. Can you you do you guys that. remember going to the grocery store ten years ago? Yeah. What you get for a hundred dollars today, you could get for sixty dollars back then. It feels yeah. like. You oh know. Yeah, yeah, food maybe prices. Even more.
0: You know, we could go on this forever. We do a, 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 a sideshow, Mikey's sideshow on uh, economics and stuff like that and you talk about like cpi and stuff like that like food uh health insurance raw college, materials college tuition is through yeah. the
1: roof and stuff like that
0: but then hey yeah but,
1: rent housing prices cost of
0: lip yeah technology is deflationary phones are cheaper all that stuff like that but it's
2: i don't know, it's interesting but yeah give the monkeys their entertainment real cheap oh and, speaking yeah.
1: of which i got a fucking scam call today from amazon.com that uh, told me I had a, a $1,400 purchase of an iPhone on my account and that I need to press one for a customer service representative. There you go. Don't mm-hmm. do that. Lucky for me, I saw the scam on Facebook <laughs> and didn't press one. Thanks, Facebook. Thanks, Facebook. <laughs> Thanks, Mark Zuckerberg. That's it. Anyway, Musk was raking in millions from his business ventures, but there was one thing that bothered him throughout. Was it the stress and pressure of doing more and continuing to transform the world through his brilliant ideas? Was the fact that he was once ousted from a company he helped to found, even though he made millions when they were purchased? No. Elon Musk was going bald and fast. According to the Cheever's Institute of Balding Research, scientific <laughs> studies show that bald men are both intelligent and better in bed <laughs> than men with hair. They're naturally more funny and charismatic and overall just better people in general.
0: <laughs> I can attest to that. Every guy I've hooked up with that's bald has been a much better
2: lay. <laughs> they're, they're a more committed lover.
1: You know? so, yeah, Buddy and myself, Randy, we, uh, yep, we're yep, of the charismatic, dominant yeah. type of the male man. I, I usually can...
2: shave my head
0: before I masturbate just to make it better. <laughs> <laughs> it is a huge difference. You can tell immediately.
1: So I guess Elon didn't listen to the research and wanted to find a way to get his hairline back. A quote from noted hair restoration specialist Jeffrey Epstein no, oh. not that Epstein, but <laughs> that is that guy's fucking name, an unfortunately. unfortunate yes. name, man. What a horrible name. Yep. He said, if you look at pictures from his PayPal days when he sold the company in 2002, like Mikey talked about, he was pretty bald. I mean, he had a class three to class four out of seven hair loss pattern, and he now shows no evidence, at least in the front of any hair loss. Epstein referred to it as the Prince William look and described Musk as having significant frontal thinning with recession.
0: Yeah, it was like a My Buddy doll, if you could see. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was like when the f- someone first gets the plugs, but he hadn't he hadn't got the plugs yet or whatever. But I mean, yeah, go look at that picture of him like leaning over next to the computer that says PayPal. Oh, yeah. And you're like, holy shit.
2: Yeah.
1: My buddy. That's yeah. right. My buddy. Hair transplant surgeon Dr. Parsa Mohebi agrees with Epstein. In medical jargon, the SpaceX founder measures a class three or four on the Norwood scale. So the Norwood scale is a classification system for baldness. Surgery is the only option for treating this level of hair loss. She said it is unlikely that Elon's hair transformation is due to medication. There are two medications often prescribed in order to resolve hair loss and thinning. However, I have known that these drugs are not quite capable of making the transformation as grand as this one.
0: Yeah, I mean, his hair is good. It's good now. That that $180 million will get you a good set of hair.
1: I wouldn't even want it. Wow. If I won the lottery tomorrow, yeah. or if everybody on this show told 50 people and all of them subscribed to our Patreon page and we became <laughs> rich, I still would do my own hair. I that's my claim to fame, I do my own hair. I've cut my own hair for 20 years. Yeah. And it's a pair of wall clippers. I was going to say it's
0: interesting because you've been bald for about 20 years. That's right.
2: That's right. <laughs> I'd get I'd get the surgery. Would you? Yeah, sure. Hell yeah. You, but see, nah. like both you guys have like
0: normal bald, like good normal shaped heads. Like if I went bald, it would be fucking game over. I would have to get my wife should have told me if you go bald, I'm really gonna question like our marriage because <laughs> my head is like someone that hit me with a fucking nine iron. Well, right? I mean,
1: we talked about it in an early episode. There was one time where I decided just when I decided to yes. to start shaving it, I went all in. I shoved the chips in the middle, got a razor. Mm-hmm. And shaved my head with a fucking razor before doing anything else. It
0: was raw, bro. It, and
1: I was playing. It was playing blinding. It, wasn't I was it? playing in an adult soccer league at the time, and I showed up to that game, and they're like, "Jesus, powder! Yeah. What yeah. did you do to yourself?" Have <laughs> <if> you ever? Have
0: <laughs> you ever seen like certain clips from the movie Friday the Thirteenth with Jason or whatever? But you see it from the back. <laughs> so if, he, if 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 Randy had been wearing a, an old yeah. school '60s hockey mask,
1: uh-huh. it looked
0: about like that.
1: Yeah. I had to go to work yeah. the next week I did it on a Saturday Our game was yeah. that afternoon I got laughed at there Went to work on Monday I got the question asked me Five or six times Did you lose a bet? Yeah <laughs> I was oh, like man. Yeah Yeah a good I, It was good sign at least you were at the soccer game Maybe got a little bit of sun on it Before you it went to the office It was the winter yeah. oh. I remember it was the winter Because I was wearing a, like a, a, a beanie uh. Until the game started And I pulled it off And but I was like met- Jesus dude <laughs>
0: It matched the snow <laughs> That was yeah. on the field I'm kidding There was no snow on the field But um, yeah I don't know It would be weird to see you With hair now It's funny to see pictures of us When we were younger And in high school And you had a pretty good Set of hair in on you In ninth yeah. grade I
1: could pull my hair Down below my chin yeah. my Kurt Cobain Wannabe years yeah. Yeah. yeah You
0: went bald In the same time frame It took Elon Musk To make a million
1: dollars Thanks Thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a fact. I that, mean, that's you, a very we, comparable <laughs> life like <laughs> life objective or life you know. He got rich quick, you went bald quick. I did, real quick. But it's yeah. probably better to do that and just
0: get it over with than try to hang on to that dream like Elon Musk was doing because like everybody's looking at him like, just let it go. It's over. It's fucking over, man.
1: Once yeah. I once I had to like kind of like style it to push everything to the side <laughs> and, like, try to hide my yeah, yeah, like, heavily the, receding peak. The I was oyster like,
0: shell of, like, a, of nah, the, the one patch on it. top. Yep. Yeah.
1: yeah. I, I axed it with the fucking razor one day. Then I just went to the wall clippers. And as your head develops over time, you get the sun and... I'm a pretty dapper man at this there point. You yeah, there you go. That's looks good. Really yeah. looks good. So Epstein theorizes that Musk restored his hair via follicular unit transplant or follicular unit excision. Both methods require... Existing hair follicles to be extracted and relocated to bald spots on the head. Musk would have been back to building cars and rockets a week after the procedure. He added that Musk appears to have had two separate procedures, which carry a total price of about thirty thousand bucks. That ain't shit, man. That's a drop in the say, bucket. Jaw-dropping sum to the average dude. Drop in the bucket for him. That's exactly right.
0: Fucking Honda Accord, bro. Yeah. Well, at anyway. that time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Nowadays they're forty-two thousand yeah. bucks. Yeah. It's insane. And while it was a worthwhile investment, experts agree that his results are optimal. Overall, since his hair transplant, Elon Musk has a solid hairline, a dense scalp of hair, and no signs of hair loss, thinning, or balding, Mojave wrote. Getting a hair transplant doesn't necessarily make you an asshole. I just thought it was fairly entertaining and perhaps a bit an, of narcissism on Elon's yeah. part, right? And
0: it's a sort of a lens into who did the research, because <laughs> <laughs> Baldy was such a there was a massive thesis. Thirty percent of this show is going to be about his Baldy. <laughs> Said the bald
2: guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, but I mean, that, when you have that much money, why not? You know, why not do whatever the hell you want to do with it?
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, certainly, man. Hookers and cocaine yeah if he had done hookers and cocaine you guys I'd, ever seen that that youtube video yes yeah yeah one of my favorite if you win the lottery sir what are you going to do lot of hookers and cocaine yeah and all that,
0: right cut back to the studio that's <laughs> yeah, right that's why that guy didn't find spacex you know what i'm saying that's right <laughs> that's it's exactly He that. was just like yeah i'm good and this was, i would have been somewhere in between spacex and hookers and cocaine <laughs> I think a happy I medium. Think, in between I think there. that's where we are.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah, It's a happy me- podcast. Yeah, a, hop- a happy <laughs> medium between hookers and cocaine and, and SpaceX. Yeah. yeah,
0: we're closer to hookers and cocaine. though. let's be <laughs> this honest. This is true.
1: This is true. 2001 must became involved with the nonprofit Mars Society. He was inspired by plans to place a growth chamber for plants on Mars and discuss funding for the project himself. In October 2001, Must traveled to Moscow to buy refurbished. Intercontinental Ballistic Missiles, or ICBMs, that could send the greenhouse payloads into space. He met with companies NPO, Lavochkin, and Cosmotris. However, Musk was seen as a novice, and as legend has it, he was even spat on by a Russian chief designer. Now, is this just folklore, or is there any validity to the story? According to Jim Cantrell, who was on the SpaceX founding team, Yes, he did. I was there. He spit on my shoes, too. It was meant as a sign of disrespect. We we're trying to buy a rocket. That was <laughs> no <his> way. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I thought that was how they said hello in Russia. Spit on your shoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: From Wait Russia with love. Do you think this guy doesn't like me? He just spit in my face. That's no.
2: right. Come on, comrade. <laughs> <laughs> so what do we all do?
1: We were trying to buy his rocket that was his baby, and he thought that we were not that serious. Elon was in his late 20s, looked even younger, and I was translating for the chief designer, so I knew what he was saying. The group returned to the United States empty-handed. In February 2002, the group returned to Russia for three more ICBMs. They had another meeting with Cosmotris, and they were offered one rocket for $8 million. Musk rejected the deal. Musk instead decided to start a company that could build affordable rockets. With $100 million of his early fortune, Musk founded Space Exploration Technologies Corp, traded as SpaceX in May 2002. Oh, man. I wonder if that guy feels like a dumbass now. Like, I could have been his partner on that, yeah. man. But no. Yeah, he treated no, him like seriously, shit. Man. Yeah, he got spit on by a Russian scientist and yeah. was like, fuck it. You know what? I'll do it myself. Yeah. It's
0: true. And it's, 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 it's sort of an interesting thing, too, because like... One thing that I think that bothers a lot of people that are, are like experts in their area with a guy like Elon Musk is that they view him as like a jack of all trades and sure. master of none. Yeah. And sure. it's sort of true. Like, look, Elon Musk is a super fucking smart guy. It
1: was actually a really good show. Master of None. It was Aziz Azar. Aziz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's funny.
0: So. You know, if, if you've spent your entire life looking at, at, at your area of expertise or whatever, and then this dude just shows up and he's like, no, you've got it all wrong. Let me tell you what you're doing wrong. Let's just do it this way. And, like, it turns out a lot of times that he's right or whatever. But we'll, this will play out, like, later on and stuff that I'm sure we're going to get into. But Elon Musk is a very smart guy, but he also walks into situations a lot of times talking as if he's an expert right off the bat. And everybody's just like, well, it's fucking Elon Musk. Elon he knows Musk. everything. But then people that are in that area that understand it are like, he has a very good grasp of it, but he doesn't understand it completely,
2: but he does the research and he's
0: got a fucking mountain of money is really what a lot of it is. And if he has an, like a very sincere interest, which he does, then yes, you can get to that point. But it's always funny to me when you talk with the Elon Musk fanboys, they think about it like he's actually building the SpaceX rockets by himself in his garage. <laughs> and you're like, no, no, he's not building the electric car by himself in his garage. He has an idea and he has these ideas and he gets people together and this is how it should work or yeah, whatever. Sure. But he has a uh, he has a hard time sometimes admi- like acknowledging the other people that, that make those projects occur, I think sometimes.
1: No, absolutely. As if launching rockets into space wasn't enough, Elon's next venture would be the one that would make him globally known and one of the top three richest men in the world. Tesla Inc. Originally, Tesla Motors was incorporated in July 2003 by Martin Eberhard and Mark Tarpenning, who financed the company until a Series A round of funding. Both men played active roles in the company's early development prior to Musk's involvement. Musk led the Series A round of investment in 2004, joining Tesla's board of directors as chairman. Musk took an active role within the company and oversaw Roadster product design, but was not deeply involved in the day-to-day business operations. In 2006, ahead of Tesla's first Roadster reveal party, Musk had his head of marketing, Jessica Switzer, as well as the public relations firm, fired because she was unhappy with Switzer's decision to spend money on marketing. Musk thought his name alone would be enough to incite interest in the vehicle.
0: Yeah, nobody at this time outside of Silicon Valley knew who the fuck Elon Musk was. That's right. Yeah, sure.
1: Yeah, a little inflated ego. Yeah. Absolutely. Shortly after the executive's departure, Musk threatened to fire another PR firm, which was later hired to take on the road to reveal, citing his anger over a New York Times story on Tesla that did not mention Musk by name. I was incredibly insulted and embarrassed by the New York Times article Musk emailed the firm. If anything like this happens again, please consider your relationship with Tesla to end immediately upon publication of such a piece." Later, Tesla found itself without the head of a manufacturing department ahead of the Tesla Model 3 launch due to Musk's ire. The CEO went into a rage during a factory visit over issues with the Model X's window. When a worker on the assembly line proposed a solution, Musk lit into the worker's manager. This is totally unacceptable that you had a person working in your factory that knows the solution and you didn't even know that. Musk reportedly said before he fired the head of the factory. Sources say that when an employee disagreed with the CEO, they were, in fact, often fired. Yeah. For example, a paint shop manager was fired on the spot when he told Musk his production goals were not possible and Kate Pearson, an executive in charge of delivery operations, was ousted for saying it was not feasible To hit Tesla's delivery goal of 100,000 during the quarter, Elon Musk was so prone to firing sprees that Tesla employees were told not to walk past his desk in case it jeopardized their career. Uh, This was written up in an explosive, kind of in depth article with uh, Wired.com.
0: Yeah, he was notorious for on the spot firing and stuff like that. And also, I mean, he had, by the time, I think there was a really big falling out with the initial founders of Tesla and him.
1: They wound up suing each other. And yeah, we're diving in in that just a second. So the reporter that wrote this article, Charles Duig, said that over six months, he spoke to numerous Tesla engineers, executives, and other employees about what it's like to work at Tesla. One gigafactory manager told Wired that they had stopped employees from walking too close to Elon's desk for fear that a word out of place might end up getting them fired. The manager started to call these outbursts Elon's rage firings. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. A former high-ranking executive told Wired that Musk would occasionally say, I gotta fire somebody today. And when the exec told Musk that he didn't, Musk would reply, "No, no, I just do. I've got to fire somebody today." Wire said that a Tesla representative disputed this, but said that Musk made difficult but necessary decisions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Imagine that kind of atmosphere. Oh yeah, we're literally mean- day by day. You might see a process breakdown, yep. or you might see something where hey, there could be an improvement here, mm-hmm. and if you take that upward. You either run the risk of getting your manager fired because you recognize this, or getting yourself fired because it wasn't his idea. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Well, he took over, he really micromanaged the entire process. Oh, yeah. And I actually wrote a paper about this probably four years ago, which was discussing like the sort of like the business model for Tesla and how insane he was about like minute details. And in some senses, that was like kind of a, a good thing. And the, but like from a larger sense, it was, it was it was sort of dangerous for the business because he would get so irritated. Most. OK, so most car companies would actually like they outsource things like the uh, cars or uh, not the cars, but like the seats, the car seats, yeah, whatever sure. doing. the airbags, yeah, all exactly. that stuff. They
1: have companies that do it and stuff like that. And he would Cicada, get Kata, if you know that name. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yes, exactly. The ones that got everybody in trouble for the airbags. the in the day with to Toyota. have a
1: huge another recall.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm not surprised. But he got so, like, in his micromanagement mode that he ended up, like, making the the seats themselves and every aspect of the Tesla in-house. But that takes a massive amount of, like, labor. It takes a massive amount of coordination. Resources. Like yeah, and yeah. It, it kills your margins. Yeah. Now, at this point, like, the, the gauge for, for Tesla is its stock price and, and, yeah. and, and its general, like, public view. So a lot of people would argue that what he did was correct or whatever. And I could do an entire show on like a security analysis aspect of, of Tesla itself. But um, it is interesting, like the way that he does things in a way where you're like, yeah, dude, you're a controlling individual. Like everything has to be exactly right. And if it's not, he's notorious for like flying off the handle and just like burning bridges and cutting people out.
2: Yeah. That's what creates a lot of really volatile work environments is when a CEO or somebody way up at the top, Micromanages every aspect of everything. You know, you hire these type of people to go around and you know execute your your designs and your dreams, but let them fucking do their work. You know, when they start to fuck up, you know maybe come in and step in. But goddamn, like what are you doing all the time micromanaging
1: everybody's
2: you know jobs? So here's a
1: good example of that. In one instance, Musk fired a young engineer whose name he didn't know, and for reasons he couldn't explain. A source who heard the conversation said that one evening around 10 p.m., Musk called the engineer over and pointed to a machine saying, hey, buddy, this doesn't work, and asking whether the engineer was responsible. Confused, the engineer asked Musk to explain what he meant. (laughs) Musk said, did you fucking do this? When the engineer said he wasn't sure what Musk was referring to, Musk called him a fucking idiot and told him to get the fuck out of here and don't come back.
2: Yeah, that's cool. Right. Yeah, that really brings up the rapport with everybody in the company.
1: Many sources who spoke to Wired during the article also described frequent outbursts where Musk would shout at people and call them idiots. A senior engineering executive said employees even had a name for Musk's behavior called the idiot bit. Yeah. You know? Which is awful. Awful.
0: Fucking awful. These people are like, they're there. And actually, everybody... It's it's becoming more well known now with within like Tesla and SpaceX that maybe you don't want to work there yeah. because of this sort of behavior and stuff like that. But at the time. It was like, that was the fucking brass ring, bro. You got a job at Tesla. You got a job at SpaceX.
1: You want to go there? Think about it. You graduate from Stanford with an engineering degree. You get a job at Tesla designing some cool shit. Yeah. You're smart as shit. You run into the CEO and get fucking dropped in a day. Yeah. And he's like,
0: why are there not Cheetos in this fucking snack machine? (laughs) Fucking idiot. Fucking idiot. You're fired. Yeah, dude.
1: Quote, if you said something wrong or made one mistake or rubbed him the wrong way, he would decide that you're an idiot. And there was nothing that could change his mind. The executive said, I had a boss like this one time. In his eyes, everyone was an idiot. And if you ever made a mistake or decision he didn't agree with, you were forever a moron. Yep. And yeah. I would imagine a lot of people have had that same boss. Yeah. Right? yeah.
0: I never had one that was would be an outright like you're an idiot. But I did have one that would never. I think I, w- I worked there for years. And I think I was told thank you one time. And I did a, a lot. I remember this job, yeah, Yeah. one hundred percent. I remember this job, in a a positive way. And I think, honestly, one only one time, only when I left, was I told that I was a good employee, and that they were like, "We have a lot of faith in you. You're a great guy. You can go and do kind of whatever you want to." The whole time I was there, though, I think one time I was told, "Like, wow, good job, thank you." See,
2: my wife was on the other end. She was the CFO of a. a big company and the ceo just micromanaged everybody i mean not just the cfos and stuff like that i mean like all the way down to sales and uh, customer service and stuff like that and it was just asinine you know yeah. like let employees do their fucking jobs
1: yeah it's you're answering the phone all wrong yeah you're answering the phone completely wrong
2: yeah
0: it's what easier the- to like that's It's just easier to let people do their work. Yeah, I don't even understand who has that much time
2: in the day. You know what I mean? Like,
0: like it's it's a compulsion. It's a it's it's sort of just part of their uh, just general uh, assholery. Yeah, I guess exactly.
2: Yeah, Yeah, or their genetic makeup. You know, just there. That's how they're wired. yeah. Yeah.
1: So, following a series of escalating conflicts in 2007 and the 2008 financial crisis, Eberhard was ousted from the firm. Musk assumed leadership of the company as CEO and product architect in 2008. A 2009 lawsuit settlement between Eberhard designated Musk as a Tesla co-founder along with Tarpenning and two others. Mm -hmm. So like you said, Mikey, there was some beef there that wound up going to court.
0: Yeah, they were very upset. And that's another thing a lot of people don't realize is they're like... Elon Musk started Tesla. No, he didn't. No, No, he didn't. He just came in, bought. He came in and he was an investor. Yeah. Yeah. And then he was like, this is my idea. Like, this is what I want to see the company do, which he's done a lot of great things for the company, you know, to, you know, in in a lot of ways. But yeah, again, it's not, he's not building the cars in his garage. He's not building the rockets in his garage. In
1: 2017, there was a story written about the conditions in the futuristic factories that Elon has created. Ambulances have been called more than 100 times since 2014 for workers experiencing fainting spells, dizziness, seizures, abnormal breathing, and chest pains, according to incident reports obtained by The Guardian. Hundreds more were called for injuries and other medical issues. In a phone interview about the conditions of the factories, which employs about 10,000 workers, the Tesla CEO conceded that his workers had been having a hard time working long hours and on hard jobs but said he cared deeply about their health and well-being. His company says its factory safety record has significantly improved over the last year, and Musk's account of the company's approach differs from that of the other 15 and former factory workers who told the publisher of the article of a culture of long hours under intense pressure, sometimes through pain and injury, in order to fulfill the CEO's ambitious production goals. I remember Mm -hmm. when Musk came out with The Goal, Mm -hmm. right? And I just remember they were setting up like trailers outside Tesla yeah. facilities to hit production goals, you know, whether you're sleeping in the trailer or working yeah. in the trailer or it's almost like a school that's overpopulated, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You drop your kid off at school and they got 30 trailers out back. Well, there's too many kids going to the fucking school. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Well, that was when he was showing up being like, there's a problem at the Gigafactory and I was sleeping on the floor
1: solving it. We're about to jump into yep. that. Yep. One worker said, I've seen people pass out, hit the floor like a pancake and smash their face open, said Jonathan Galescu, a production technician at Tesla. They just sent us to work around him while he's lying on the floor. It literally sounds like some out kind of a cartoon where like a dude falls out and you're like, ah, just work around him. Yeah, know? it sounds like a
2: Simpsons episode or something yeah, like that. Yeah, absolutely.
1: You know? He was one of several workers who said they had seen co-workers collapse or be taken away in ambulances. We had an associate on my line. He just kept working. Kept working, kept working. Next thing you know, he just fell on the ground, said Mikey Katura a worker on the battery pack line.
0: Sounds like a good guy. I like his name. <laughs>
2: yeah, M- Mikey.
1: Richard Ortiz, another production worker, spoke admiringly of the high-tech shop floor. It's like you died and went to auto worker heaven. But he added, everything feels like the future, but us. Musk said safety was paramount at the company. It's incredibly hurtful, I think. False for anyone to claim that I don't care, the CEO said. His desk was in the worst place in the factory, the most painful place. In keeping with his management philosophy, I'm not in some corner office.
0: Yeah, yeah, he likes to, to do that a lot. Just brandish it be like, dude, I've... And again, it, we. it's true. The dude will work his ass off. He'll, he'll yeah. sleep underneath a freaking coal furnace if he asks <laughs> you to make something happen. But yeah, that's... Hey, man, at the end of the day... You're the one that's making the billions of dollars. Exactly. You, it's easier for you to 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 take that sacrifice when these people are 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 not making those sort of uh ends. So
2: yeah, you can't expect your employees to care as much about your own company yeah. and put out that's that right. same amount yep. to have that same work ethic.
0: Well and he's the, the, the consummate salesman too, because the the way he always brands the gigafactory or whatever it is. It's always just like, oh, no, it's hyper futuristic. And soon enough, it'll operate within a vacuum so that we can eliminate any of the uh, even the air friction so that the turnout will be that we can put out this many cars by next quarter. He is a great salesman and stuff like that. uh, But, you know, again, everybody that buys into the Elon Musk sales pitch uh, is uh, either like willfully ignorant or just not really like digging deeper into what's actually happening at places like The Gigafactory, which is also partially owned by Panasonic, but you never hear Elon Musk talk about that. Oh, Hmm. wow.
1: So yeah, in early 2016, he said he slept on the factory floor in a sleeping bag to make it the most painful thing possible. He said, I knew people were having a hard time working long hours and on hard jobs. I wanted to work harder than they did and put in even more hours, he said, because that's what I think a manager should do. Goes right back to your point of his work ethic that... Dude is a worker. Like yes, he's a grinder. Absolutely. You no know what no I mean? denying
2: that. Now, do we know if he compensates his, his employees for this or is it just like all kind of like under your salary? I'm sure salary? they get paid
0: fairly well. There's not a lot of discussion about them not getting paid right. properly. Okay. So you would assume it's pretty
1: competitive. Sort
0: of like Amazon though in the same sense where it's like, yeah, the pay is good. But sometimes like what they're asking of you is excessive is the juice worth the squeeze exactly and that's really sort of what it comes down to and it's funny that how jeff bezos is like an evil overlord now and elon musk is still like iron man
1: (laughs) yeah tony stark (laughs) yes there you go that's the one i know there you go do you have a show subject you think would be a great fit for asshole court hit us up on any of our social media pages and let us know as you know we're full of good ideas and some say we're full of other stuff We'd love to hear your ideas as well. Give us a shout and maybe your subject will wind up in our courtroom. We'll definitely give you a shout out. Let's dive back into the courtroom. As of March 2020, Tesla has the world's best selling electric car with more than 500,000 units delivered. A fifth vehicle, the Model Y crossover was launched in 2020 as well. And the Cybertruck, an all-electric pickup truck, was unveiled in 2019. And it looks like something out of Mad Max, honestly. It, does. it It looks horrible.
0: I loved it, honestly. I'm not going to lie. I was one of the only people that did, but I was like, if you're going to get fucking weird, get weird, bro. There you go. But that's, the car- that's the truck I imagined when I was a kid in 1990. <laughs> yeah. That's the truck I imagined would be the future truck or whatever. That's but again- what you were
2: drawing right next to the Stussy S yeah, yeah it's I like. true,
0: but it's funny because it gets the, it's the same thing. It's a sales pitch. It was like they built a prototype and they're like, here it is. they like, holy shit, man, it's incredible. And then they're like, we're taking pre-orders right now. And, and they're the, like, well, "This the, the first truck will roll out five years from now. 2025. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And they're like, oh, right, You know, and it's it's uh, it's it's cool looking and stuff like that. But it's it's sort of interesting, too, because when you when you get into the business fundamentals of Tesla, which is one of the things that, like, again, I could have my own separate show on the like fundamentals of Tesla itself. We've actually
1: talked a lot about how lot. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah. It,
0: because I'm like, they're, they're, they're valued more than every other car company combined, combined. Ah, that's We're insane. talking Toyota, Ford. Ford, everybody, every other GM, it doesn't matter. And they sell a fraction, like a fraction of a percent of all the cars. And so with, to me, it was always like, okay, they're, they're a really cool car company and they do stuff.
1: And, and I, but I just can't understand this valuation. Like, why is this... Well, think about it. You've had multiple states pass laws that say by X date, everything has to be electric. Yeah, so yeah, So the yeah. future yeah. is... Electric. ...in that technology. Yeah, it, it absolutely. It totally is. Yeah. But
0: that's the thing is that every other car company is, is making doing it electric. It. That's exactly fact, right. Audi yep. came out. Audi came out and said by 2026, all of their cars will be electric. Audis so you're are like, awesome. That's yeah, that's, that's going to bite into the market share for Tesla, you would assume. Now, of course... Tesla is the preeminent electric car. But I'm just sitting there thinking like, you're like anybody that's valuing this, this this stock at what it is right now is assuming that everything goes totally right and that they own the entire market share of cars. But the argument is always like, but well, they're not just a car company. You're like, okay. It's a
1: technology company. If right. we had Elon Musk in the studio with us right now and we rolled a blunt just like they did on Joe Rogan yeah. podcast and asked he him. He wouldn't inhale. Right. And we asked him, is Tesla overvalued? He would say yes. He's multiple times he said, my company's way overvalued. Yeah. But I
2: mean, you look at it a lot of the times the people that are the first to the finish line are the ones that just, I mean, keep on flourishing. Well, you
0: call it first mover status, but what I'm saying is that even if you're looking at first mover status, that's assuming that you get the majority of the market share itself. Not the entirety plus more of the market share itself. And yeah, that's but, not I mean, even at the, the same, same
2: time, p- I mean, you look at, um, what is it, Microsoft. They, uh, they've tried to create multiple phones along the way Sucked. and suck well yeah. no yeah. but i mean like they weren't the first ones there like i mean no, um no.
0: there there's always first mover advantage is a very real thing and like I, said, I don't want to get off topic here again if anybody has an interest any of our listeners are like i want to hear mikey talk about a fundamental analysis of, of tesla as, as an investable <laughs> uh, uh you know piece then i'll be happy to give it to you you can hit me up on twitter or whatever but for real, it just, it, it never made any sense to me. I'm just like, sure. I don't understand where you're getting this valuation from because it's in excess of the entire yeah. core market itself.
2: The one thing that I did love about that Expo where he showed the truck was when he threw the rock At the window yeah. oh, <laughs> and uh, He was like check it out it will even start You know it won't break and I mean the first thing he Threw at it, it fucking shattered he and you
0: know Someone got fucking fired for that one Absolutely oh, they did so Absolutely. He,
2: Not as fired but screamed at yeah Well he talked about it he said that I mean like all day They were like taking a sledgehammer to the door And I mean like nothing everything kept on Bouncing off of it but something kind of like Happened where it yeah. like it fell off track Or something yeah. while they were smashing it with A sledgehammer like 50 times before yeah. the demo and Yeah,
1: to quote the kids nowadays, cool story, bro. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. Is that like the time you couldn't find your uncle in Canada? That's right. Yeah.
1: So under Musk, Tesla has constructed multiple lithium-ion batteries and electric vehicle subassembly factories such as the Gigafactory 1 in Nevada and the Gigafactory 3 in China. Since its initial public offering in 2010, like Mikey talked about, Tesla's stock has risen significantly. It became the most valuable car maker in the summer of 2020. It entered the S&P 500 later that year. One of the more entertaining Elon moments came in 2018 when he appeared on the Joe Rogan podcast and discussed various topics over a two-hour period. One of the highest profile and controversial aspects of the program was Musk's sampling of a single puff from a cigar consisting, Joe Rogan claimed, of tobacco laced with cannabis, or in layman's terms, they smoked a blunt. Yeah, Yeah, Washington Post observed that in the media's hands, it became the story about Musk's growing instability. Well,
2: yeah, he got got ripped by a lot of his board members and stuff like that. Absolutely. Tesla's
1: stock dropped after the incident, which coincided with uh, the confirmation of the departure of Tesla's vice president of worldwide finance earlier that day. Fortune wondered if the cannabis use could have ramifications for SpaceX contracts within the U.S. Air Force though an Air Force spokesman told The Verge that there was no investigation and that the Air Force was still processing the situation. In a 60 Minutes interview, Must said of the incident, I do not smoke pot. As anybody who watched that podcast could tell, I have no idea how to smoke pot.
0: Yeah. 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 Buddy called it. Yeah. But, But what I will say is that, like, the idea that he was sort of, like, in this downward spiral wasn't just because of him smoking pot, okay? Like I remember this whole thing going around at the time because at that point I was actively looking to short Tesla because I was like, "There's, I there's, there's, this. Yeah. there's problems. Yeah. There's problems here with this company." And there was like, "I, I think that you know uh, they're a good company, but I just think now when you're just shorted, overvalued, exactly when you're shorting a company, it doesn't mean that they're a horrible company. It just means that you're like the stock price is overvalued compared to what it really should That's be worth." Right. Yeah. So. He, at that point, had sort of become like a loose cannon. And one of the things that occurred at this point was, if everybody remembers, uh, and it's it sort of makes me sad that everybody remembers the, the weed-smoking thing as opposed to what happened during the Thailand event, when there was uh, a number of, like, Boy Scouts in Thailand that got stuck in a cave.
2: I remember yes. this. Yeah, so yeah, it was a big
0: story. And there was a huge—they were, like, trying to figure out, how do we get these boys out of this cave? Elon Musk was like, I'll do it! Well, yeah, so— all these people were trying to like, you know, they're like, we have a window of opportunity here to get these kids out. And Elon Musk being the, uh, you know, always uh, there sort of salesman, sort of uh, PR guy was like, you know what? I'm going to design a submarine right now that will get there and then we'll just rescue all these kids. Right. And, every- and everybody was like, fuck, yeah. <laughs> Tesla's going to make a submarine to rescue these Thai boys to get them out of the fucking cave. The reality was it wasn't realistic at all it just wasn't because you're like you you, first of all to design an active submarine that's specific to this one event would take years of like r&d most likely or whatever at best case a year uh but he still was like this is what i'm going to do eventually one of the lead rescuers who was a a good guy a really great guy and was uh one of the other guys that actually went in to dive to get these kids out fucking died yeah to save this to save these kids yep and When they interviewed the guy that was like the head of the rescue operation, he said straight up, he was like, the idea that Elon Musk is going to invent a submarine to rescue these kids is fucking asinine. It's just stupid. And what did Elon Musk do? He called the guy a pedophile Uh... (laughs) publicly, openly. He went, he said, this guy basically doesn't know shit. He's a pedophile. And I was, so that was everybody was like, whoa, dude, what the fuck is this guy on? Then next thing you know, he shows up and is like, oh, smoking a fucking blunt on Joe Rogan." which I don't give a shit about that. There's plenty of smart people that smoke weed all the time. Sure. All uh, no, those
1: the CEOs microdosing on yeah. LSD. All the time. Yeah. That but doesn't I mean, matter like, to me. And he
2: lives in California.
1: Yeah. Right. Or did at the time, yeah. you know.
0: So yeah, I mean, but like, I'm like, you're such a vindictive prick. You can't deal with someone telling you that your idea of fucking sucks. Some, some sort of super awesome like Tesla for the water. Doesn't work to rescue these kids because we have like a two week window at best. And you call the guy a pedophile, you went to the like deepest like depths of shit to fucking call this guy out. You know what I'm saying? And And like
1: not to defend him, but he does own the boring company. Have you ever heard the boring company? He
0: does. Yes. The boring company is again another like wild tangent of a thing, which is like interesting. They're going to
1: build underground essentially freeways of major cities to reduce traffic congestion that's kind of the goal
0: i hope it happens i hope it's great but again if it's valued like tesla i'm still going to scratch my head because (laughs) i just again i'm just like i get it like this guy is a great salesman everybody's like holy shit he can do this and everybody's buying into it he's making a submarine in a week to save these kids (laughs) and the guy was just like no this is not realistic like in fact it's it sucks because instead of us focusing on this we're getting all these other questions about like Elon Musk's fucking submarine And that's when I really started being like This guy's losing his mind And a lot of people in the investment world Were thinking the same thing
1: And to kind of piggyback off of The whole influence that he has On external forces We talked about earlier His tweets about Bitcoin Right? Yeah yes. Huge investor in, Yeah well he's a huge investor in Bitcoin Which is awesome Buy Bitcoin I'll tell you right now But When he makes a single tweet uh, Initially he was offering Tesla purchasers yeah the ability to buy a Tesla with Bitcoin. Yeah. yeah, The price went through the fucking roof. Of course. Yeah. And course then it he did. came back like 60 days later and was like, uh, we're going to pull this program. Well, the price of the coin dipped like 10 he, grand. He said that he
0: was going to pull the, the ability to buy a Tesla with Bitcoin because he said that he was worried about the um, uh, ecological effects of mining. And that's thing, the thing. Yeah. He's like, it's okay. So you're like, all right, that's sort of a valid point. Maybe. But a lot of people had questions about it at that time. Now I've been in like the Bitcoin space for a while so it was interesting to watch happen. Now what's interesting is like what I was talking about earlier him being a uh, jack of all trades master of none and everybody like that isn't really aware of that assuming that he's a genius and knows the the depths everything of everything, everything he ever yeah. looks yeah. at. Yeah, 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 so yeah. he comes in and and he starts talking about like oh well you know, Bitcoin is, is cool or whatever because it's like the top dog in the cryptocurrency space and this and that and blah, blah, blah. It's decentralized. He's like, but well, Dogecoin is interesting because of the ability to, uh, that b- transactions are faster or whatever, right? So he ends up like saying all this stuff and he's sort of like saying, yeah, I like Bitcoin and then he shits on it. I like Bitcoin and then I shit on it. I, and the whole market's reacting to this.
1: And the Dogecoin went through the fucking it roof at one point. because yeah. huge.
0: Because the, the cryptocurrency space is incredibly immature. And I don't mean that as like a personal thing. I mean in in, in terms of investment, right? Yeah. Yeah, People are yeah. just figuring out what this thing is. So eventually, he comes out and he and he and he puts out this thing, and he and he's like, "I figured out how to fix Bitcoin, and it has to do with block sizing." i again, a lot of our list, like our listeners. I don't want to bore you with this, but suffice it to say, his solution was something that was already solved in 2017 during the entire what they call block wars. In fact, there's a really great book about it. Block wars uh, that happened during the twenty seventeen uh, Bitcoin run up, where people were trying to create what was like now is called like Bitcoin Cash yep, yeah. and Bitcoin Satoshi's Vision, and everybody was like, "Dude, everybody that was in the Bitcoin space is like,
1: <laughs> we're already done this, dude." Yeah, it's over. Yeah. That's that yeah. was done.
2: That was done three years ago. Twenty seventeen call right. They want their stuff back.
0: But he shows up in such an arrogant way, and is like, "I've solved it," and yeah. everybody's like. And if you don't know, if you're not in that space, a lot of people are like, oh, fuck, he's totally right. But again, it's just that he comes in because he's everybody thinks he's like a super genius at everything. And it's just incredibly frustrating where you're like, "Okay, electric cars are cool. uh, The solar batteries are cool. SpaceX is cool. You're doing all this stuff. You're not doing it single handedly. You're not giving people like the respect that's due for the people that work for you and actually solve these problems. And you're coming in here telling everybody that, you know, fucking everything.
2: Mikey's the Russian scientist over here, spitting spit on, on, on him. That's yeah, right. I would uh, never
0: spit on him, but you're just like, you know, before you drop a billion on a fucking thing that you're not sure about, I, don't, I have to question your intelligence. You know, yeah, if sure. you can't find your uncle, I have to question <laughs> your intelligence. I get that you're a smart guy,
1: but again, you're not bulletproof, man. So let, let, let's go to something way more deep and philosophical. Mm-hmm. Yes. So outside of building rockets and electric cars and becoming one of the richest men in the world, what is Elon Musk's love life like? In 2008, Musk began dating English actress Tallulah Riley, and in 2010, the couple married. In 2012, Musk announced a divorce from Riley. In 2013, Musk and Riley remarried. Do you guys yeah. know anybody that ever remarried their divorced spouse? I know one. Well, I don't know I, who I, personally, personally like you hear I, about guy it, we but... grew up with. You guys know this guy. He lived in my neighborhood growing up. His mom was a teacher and his dad was a broker for a major sports drink uh, company manufacturer company mm-hmm. yeah and uh, they got divorced and times were hard for a few years and then all of a sudden they got remarried again and mm-hmm. they moved away yeah well
0: I hope it works out for him yeah it didn't work out for Musk though. yeah
1: in December 2014 Musk filed for a second divorce from Riley however the action was withdrawn A second divorce, again, was finalized in 2016. So you talk about an on-again, off-again relationship. These fuckers got divorced twice.
0: Yeah, and if you're so fucking smart, why don't you not get married? Because you don't have to. You got all that money. I'm sure there's prenups Even with a prenup, you still got to fucking pay him alimony. I promise you. You've
1: got to assume a pretty airtight prenup was in place for that one. Musk then dated actress Amber Heard for almost a year. Heard and Musk started dating in September 2016, and they were spotted in London together. He had reportedly been pursuing her since 2012.
0: Yeah. Mm. There you go. Just like like old daddy pursuing
1: May. In August 2017, it was reported that the businessman was said to have ended their year-long romance. Yeah, he lost that to uh, Johnny Depp. No, no, no. The pair reconciled months later, but again called it quits just several months later. Musk was later accused of having an affair with her while she was still married to Johnny Depp. During the court case in July 2020 where Depp was being accused of domestic violence, Amber denied having an affair with Elon Musk and blamed Johnny Depp's illogical jealousy for Triss claims. The 34-year-old was accused of sneaking the Tesla billionaire into Depp's swanky LA penthouse late at night while the actor was away. It is... Fucking hilarious to envision Elon Musk sneaking into some chick's bedroom late at night for a booty call. Not just
0: some chick's bedroom, Johnny Depp's house. Yeah, yeah. They watch Shock a lot together, and then just totally like, oh, so romantic. I'm, I'm fucking the wife of the dude we're watching right now that's right yeah man
1: john it, elon musk sneaking in for booty calls on johnny depp's wife man, and i'm
2: like picturing him uh, putting like a ladder up to the johnny depp's <laughs> yeah. house oh you no know, it, like would be, up it would be he
1: <laughs> invented the fucking
0: uh the, the grappling hook
1: <laughs> <laughs> people are people so why should it be Hurt told the high court she was not having an affair with Musk, who she dated for around a year after her divorce.
0: Well, she's also the pinnacle of of, of honesty,
2: so. You know, she might be actually a good female subject for our show. I agree.
1: She blamed allegations on Depp's illogical jealousy on the whole situation. Hey, are
0: you fucking that billionaire you used to fuck? She's like, you're crazy.
2: That's crazy talk. (laughs) I saw a Tesla leaving our driveway. Wait a second.
0: Wait a second. Why is that so crazy? He's worth a lot more than me. uh, And you guys used to fuck, so it would probably be pretty normal. He's crazy. And he beat me up.
1: (laughs) In May 2018, Musk and Canadian musician Grimes revealed that they were dating. Grimes gave birth to their son in May of 2020. According to Musk and Grimes, his name was X... AEA 12. However, the name would have violated California regulations as it contained characters that are not modern in the English alphabet and was then changed to XAEA XII, like a Roman numeral. Yeah, How do yeah. you pronounce that? So if you look at this shit, it is literally like imagine a capital letter E. But then you make a capital A off the back of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but it's,
0: it's, a, it's like a like a Nordic letter. But it, his name would be pronounced, it doesn't fucking matter because my dad is a the richest man in the world. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: yeah. and It uh,
2: doesn't matter what yeah, my that's, name that's is. That's exactly
1: right. So I'm doing the research for the show and I come upon this. You know what happened last week? They broke up. That's right. Grimes and Elon have split. Oh, really? Uh, yep, absolutely. Yeah.
0: And in and, and, and 30 years, he'll knock up his stepdaughter and... And the cycle will continue because at the end of the day, as much as he hates him, he is Errol Musk, right, but yeah. with a lot more money. He's just a
2: scaled up Errol Musk. I, I slipped on a Tesla battery and yeah. it fell right in. Errol
0: Musk is my space. Elon Musk is Facebook.
1: <laughs> so as we've seen in the episode, Elon Musk is an odd dude. He was beaten unconscious for it as a kid, but now he's naming kids with Martian names and getting away with it because of his status. So how rich is Elon? Depending on the day, Musk is worth about $196 billion, just shy of Amazon founder Jeff Bezos, who's topped out about the $200 billion mark. Jeez. If, if Musk's wealth was ranked alongside the GDP of every country in the world, he would be about the 50th richest country in the world, according to figures from the International Monetary Fund. Yeah. That's insane. And it's One funny, person.
0: It's funny because if this is me putting on my stock analyst cap, Amazon... Is undervalued mm-hmm. and Tesla is massively overvalued. Mm-hmm. Now I'm sure that people are going to be like, oh fuck you, that's bullshit. Do your research. Yeah. I've, I've listened
1: to you talk about this for years yeah. and it makes sense. Anybody yeah. he please, does this research, please, fellas.
0: Please, I will get that we will get into spreadsheets, 10Ks all day. Trust me, there's something weird with Tesla that I can't quite put my finger on. It may end up being that they are the game changer for the whole planet but that's what's priced in right now yeah
1: yeah sure so calculated in another way if musk's net worth was distributed evenly among all 328 million citizens of the US each person would receive roughly $600 The same amount the U.S. government handed out as a stimulus check during the pandemic.
0: I want my Musk bucks (laughs)
1: now. That's right. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. As a down payment on your new Tesla, everybody gets 600 bucks. That's it. Musk bucks. And Dogecoin.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Dude. Honestly, I would love to have a Tesla. I mean, they're they're great cars. They're, they're cool. cool. Yeah, yeah
2: they're, they're cool. cool. Yeah. yeah, But then I also saw somebody uh, post up. It was like everybody wants to own a Tesla until you get a crack in the in your windshield, and they're the only ones that can oh, yeah. fix it, and yeah. it's a thousand dollars just to yeah. get your well, windshield that's the fixed.
0: I, I don't like want one. It's not like a, a goal in my life. It's just like if someone was like, "Hey, dude, here's the Tesla. I'll give it to you for the same price as this Honda Accord." I'd be like, "All right, I'll take it. Yeah, Done. That's
1: cool. Yeah, yeah, sure." So Musk said, "You should ask why I would want money." The reason is not what you think very little time for recreation i don't have vacation homes or yachts or anything like that he stated in a short twitter thread republished from 2018 about half my money is intended to help problems on earth and half to help establish a self-sustaining city on mars to ensure the continuation of life of all species in case earth gets hit by a meteor or the dinosaurs or world war iii happens and we destroy ourselves musk has signed the giving pledge it's a commitment to give away at least half of one's money to charity, but he is one of the few signatories not to make their pledge letter publicly on the program's website. Mm-hmm. So he's going to give away half his money at least to charity. Yeah, it's part of like Warren Buffett yeah. and Bill Gates, Bill yep. and
2: Melinda yeah. Gates, and all that. Yeah,
0: thanks, dudes. Yeah, yep. I mean you're dead. Who fucking cares? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? but no, it is. It's, it's great. Uh, but that's. I mean, like I said, it's what it's, a cool initiative.
1: Honestly, it is. Yeah. No, yeah. Let,
0: also, let me point out here is that the robber barons did the same shit largely speaking you know what i'm saying who
1: were they fill me in
0: the, carnegie rockefeller uh, all these guys Robert, okay all right yeah I know Robert is, okay, Robert it was Band. the gilded age and this is we're we're living in the gilded age 2.0 okay right yeah, now yeah, yeah, yeah. you have massive amounts of wealth and stuff like that where they built it on the backs of people and stuff like that and, and 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 there was a lot of progress made in society but there was also it's a double-edged sword and then of course that's how you get you know carnegie hall that's how you get you know carnegie mellon institute that's how and, you get isn't that how you
2: got um grand central station as well
0: yeah i mean i think they they all and rockefeller in records yeah exactly <laughs> right but that's what i'm saying so it's like yeah so everybody's like oh well, hell yeah thanks guys you know what i'm saying but i was like but they guys like rockefeller crushed people to get there yeah and sure. i'm not look don't get me wrong like i said i'm very conflicted because i i really am, am am about uh elon musk's vision for you know uh you know sustainability and for putting people to
2: mars i, I yeah want, it, that's, that's pushing the species like enabling us to live for forever Well, i
0: want i want fewer people on the planet
2: <laughs> uh but
0: but it's like let's not get blindsided and be like that's they're just so so awesome everything they do is so great they're gonna give all this money away and uh you know you couldn't ask for more it's like dude you made your money it's of course it would be it would be fucking crazy to not do that
2: but but and uh, you also have a lot of empirical data that shows that when you leave these vast fortunes to your to your family and stuff like that, you know, it, they end up fighting over it. It uh, ends oh, yeah. up causing more turmoil and uh, just fighting and stuff like that yes, in between sure. the families than it does good. Well, yeah, you know? but
0: by, by the fourth generation on that type of wealth, everybody's just fucking sitting. I knew people uh, when we were growing up that weren't Elon Musk rich, but had access to money that was for the for old the area. money, old, old money. money. Yeah. yeah. And they just slowly became sort of useless and we're just like, they just sold off property and they just lived off that. And and it's, they're, they're not, you know, contributing contributing to society society like they're whatever. So yeah. yeah, And, and I'm a huge fan of Warren Buffett and, and he put it perfectly. He was like, I want to give my kids enough money where they don't have to worry, uh, but not enough money where they don't have to do any, you know, not do nothing. Yeah, sure. So,
1: so finally, on March 30th, 2019, Musk released a rap track titled R.I.P. Haram Bay, on SoundCloud as Emoji Records. The track, which is an allusion to the killing of Harambe Bay and the subsequent tasteless internet sensationalism surrounded around the event, was performed by Young Jake, written by Young Jake and Caroline Pulachek, and produced by Blood Pop. No, uh, what's Harambe? Is it
0: Haram? I
2: think it's Harambe. It's is the it Harambe, the Haram? Yeah, the gorilla. the gorilla. Harambe. Okay, that's what yeah. everybody thinks. There was My two bad.
0: two events that changed the timeline for us. Uh, one was the uh, Hadron Space Collider, and or uh, whatever it was, and the other one was uh, killing Harambe. Harambe. Yeah. That's when yeah. the,
1: everything went wrong for us. Right. And on January thirtieth, twenty twenty, Musk released an EDM track called "Don't Doubt Your Vibe," featuring his own lyrics and vocals. While the Guardian critic Alexi padridis described it as indistinguishable from umpteen, competent but unthrilling bits of bedroom electronica posted somewhere else in SoundCloud, TechCrunch said it was not really a bad representation of the genre. I listened to both of these, right? Okay. Uh, honestly I couldn't really stop laughing about DJ Musk laying it down on the ones and twos. Man, he had some ghostwriters on that shit. The the fucking the second one, the fucking Don't Doubt Your Vibe, the video I watched was like a hype video. For SpaceX, sure, oh, it was yeah. it, it was the EDM track. It's him singing. Yeah. Go Google it. You don't don't doubt your vibe, Elon Musk. Um, and it is like a hype video. It shows the Falcon Heavy, you know, going up into space and landing and everything, which is self-made. miraculous.
0: It really is an amazing yeah. thing. dude. It it's is amazing. Yeah, I don't know why you have to create a fucking EDM track to back it up. Everybody respects it. Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> shut the fuck up already.
1: Yep. There he goes, boys. That is Elon Musk. Okay. All right, let's get some final scores on the rocket, man. Mikey, what you got, bud?
0: Uh, all right, so like I said, it's, it's a very conflicting thing for me. Uh, I wish that, in some senses, I wish that uh, it would go one way or the other, right? Like, I wish he was just such a shitbag and didn't, like, advance sustainable electric cars uh, and, and really change the game on that. Or, you know, SpaceX is really cool. I almost wish he was just a giant, giant dick somehow. You know what I'm saying? Some sort of So fucking... you could
1: cast him off on like one side. This guy's a fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah.
0: like one of the Koch brothers that has like billions of dollars that he spends on like drilling more oil and fucking up like the United States like government. Then you could hate him. Of course. But I don't. And then I also wish that he was, like, doing what he was doing and then was just, like, super chill and humble and cool and was just like, hey, I'm just here grinding out. I really believe in this. Instead of doing, like, Harambe fucking EDM tracks (laughs) uh, or sitting there and, like I said, uh, just being the consummate salesman that grosses me out where you're just like, I've seen every quarterly report.
1: Nobody likes a fucking salesman.
0: No, no. I mean, it's like you respect a salesman if they're really good at it, but you're always kind of grossed out by him. So, you know, I I had him at a 5.5. ultimately i think i think i'm gonna leave him at a six because i'm really just i'm confused (laughs) i'm so confused right now i don't know what to think that's right i want the best for us as a a planetary species i just wish we had a better ambassador that's
2: all right yeah that's that's fair yeah 100 percent,
1: buddy what you got
2: so for me you know i it's a little bit hard you know like i i see both sides of the spectrum i i see how much good that he's done and how much he's continuing to do, um, you know, like with the electric cars with SpaceX. I mean, it's fucking incredible what he's accomplishing with SpaceX. For us to be able to have reusable rockets, and I mean, a lot of success with that—that's insane. What his team? Just, just, yeah, to, just yeah, to I'm articulate. With, okay, though. yeah. Just so, but, I mean, he's still the head of it. He is, but okay. that's
0: what I'm saying. I just always want like these poor scientists are doing all this shit, and he's just like, "Fuck yeah, check out my idiom track. I built a rocket in my garage." <laughs>
2: Uh-huh. No, I'm, I'm right there with you. But <laughs> he is he is putting his money it's true that. Yeah, he's putting All his, right? his he could, money where his mouth is. He, he could sure. be fucking Scrooge McDuck and just swimming in it. He could create a big yeah. vault, you know, with the big dollar sign on it right. and just be swimming in it. But, I mean, he is trying to push things forward. Um, it does seem that he is um, – I don't like the micromanaging that he's doing. In like Just like the asshole that he can be to his employees. I mean, those are your front line. Those are your soldiers right there. And you need to be taking care of them, not expecting them to put out your work ethic 100% of the time and then be like, well, you know what? I'm just going to go down on there in the front lines with them and I'm going to sleep on the floor. And, you know, why aren't y'all doing this? I'm a man of the people, you know, and he's not a man of the people like he it's he he tries to act like it. Um, I came from nothing. I had uh, had, like three emeralds in my pocket. (laughs) (laughs) I came over on the Titanic with three emeralds in my pocket, you know. Uh, But, eh, so, you know, I I feel for him as a kid. He got his ass kicked a lot. And so I'm sure a lot of that mentality followed him through life. And it seems like a lot of the times he was underestimated by a lot of the different companies that he worked for. And it seems like through some of the evidence that we've uncovered, rightly so. Like we were saying master, you know, uh, very smart, but master of none. So, you know, I'm... I'm also kind of just like, I don't know where I I lie on this. Um, You know, I originally had him at a 5.0. I think I'm going to leave him there at the 5.0. He does seem pretentious, but at the same time, he's doing a lot of good. And you know what? I think that there is somewhat of a disconnect that you tend to get when you reach that kind of level. When you've accumulated that much money, when you have been that successful in life, you kind of have this uh, mentality that like, yeah, everybody else is kind of fucking stupid and I'm the one who's smarter than everybody. Yeah, sure. Um. So, you know, uh, that's kind of like that bubble that Dave Chappelle was in on um, the Chappelle show, where it's just like you have a bunch of yes people around you and you just don't know what's really real and what's not anymore. So, yeah, you know, and there was one interview that I did see with him where he was talking about AI and he was like, yo, we need to stop. We really don't need to be fucking doing this, but right. nobody's going to stop right now and It's probably going to be our downfall. So, I mean, like, I think he is kind of, he has a lot of our best interests at
0: heart. He has interesting thoughts. And that's one of the things we didn't get into that. But you're right. He talked about the AI thing. And then he also, the thing, again, that irritates me a little bit is he talked about it like that. The AI problem was something that he just thought about while he was like, you know, sitting on his couch. And I'm like, no, dude, you just like watched a fucking lecture by Nick Bostrom who is the genius in this and then you just regurgitated it and everybody's just like have you heard what elon musk said about ai yeah
2: the bible uh, <laughs> according to elon musk yeah, yeah yeah the same
0: thing with like is is like the simulation theory it's, yeah. it's a thing
2: yeah so um you know at, at the end of the day i i think i'm gonna I, i'm gonna keep him at at the 5.0 i do think that he is a little bit pretentious i think he's gone through a couple of things but at the end of the day uh, i think that Overall, he's trying to do good for humanity, even though he might not be able to articulate that as well as he
1: should. So, yeah, 5.0. But, Randy, what you got? All right. So, honestly, I think you made a lot of great points that I kind of agree with, buddy. I am an Elon Musk fanboy. And you got to understand, this guy is human. He's not a computer. He's not an alien. Um, He's a human being. They're going to have flaws, just like all of us do, right? Of course. Um, How many times have you had a boss that's an asshole? Many. Sure. Um how many times have you had somebody that, you know, pushes you harder for shit that you don't give a fuck about like one your job or the company. You know, it's important to care about the company you work for yada yada yada, but you're not going to have the work ethic of a guy making fucking 10 billion dollars a year. Versus you making seventy thousand dollars a year, and you know doing whatever you're doing, or even Um, if it's
2: not that kind of money, it's just you're not going to have that same dedication and determination
1: that the owners will. But you got to look at the overarching, I think, goal of his projects, right? Um, Is clean energy, which is important, sure. And you know it's very far fetched, but the colonization of Mars, right? And his thought is literally. You know, what if some shit happens and we need to evacuate Earth? We need to have a backup plan. It is really far-fetched and really fucked up and way out there. But at the same time, this guy is also building the cars and the freeway systems underground and shit. He's, he's a little, uh, you know, the guy's fucking smart. Yeah. You know, I won't say he knows exactly what he's doing in every instance, to Mikey's point. Like, he doesn't know everything about everything, right? But he is kind of a visionary in terms of what could be next. Yeah, he's absolutely sure. a visionary. Yeah. And,
0: and that's the thing, too, is like my frustration is with the people that just are like thinking. Kind think of he the just, shaft. Yeah, yeah. well, or, no, no, yeah, not no, that. Was, fan yeah, club. that. That are just like, yeah, dude, fuck, he knows everything. I'm like, no, no, no. And he should, I think he should just be a little bit better about that. And, a little more humble. And, yeah, right? and they yeah. make an EDM song where you like list the scientists that worked on the fucking you <laughs> know, yeah, the yeah.
2: Falcon
1: 9. I can and, deal
2: with that. And I mean, at least he's not like Dr. Evil, like using his money trying to just create. Sharks with freaking laser beams yeah, on their you head. Yeah, you exactly.
1: Know? No, his his vision is much more forward than most of us have the ability to sure. even think about. Honestly, yeah, sure. It's um, it's crazy. It's crazy even think about like, oh, we need to go to a different planet because ours is completely fucked up. We hear more. all about climate change. We hear all about the things that are wrong with what's going on with what yeah. we got going on here. It's good to have a backup plan. Yep. Is it Mars? I, I don't know. That's fucking way beyond my scope of thought. You well, know that's I mean? just
2: the first stop. you know he's like, for the continuation of our species, we have to species. be able we have to be able to do interstellar travel. yeah, you know exactly. and this is it has to start somewhere. yeah. yeah.
0: But, and I, ultimately, yeah, on a macro
1: level, He's great. No, absolutely. On a micro level, eh.
0: that's where the issues. Is.
1: But well, you know what? Look at every human on the planet, right? Sure. Yeah. Sure. I, I agree. Your I'm... dad your dad might have cheated on your mom.
0: Hey like, man, you got to bring that up. Nah, <laughs> yeah, I ain't talking about you. I'm just kidding, I ain't talking man. about you.
1: Your dad might cheat on your mom. Um you're fucking, you know, some things might have happened in your life where you look back and like that was fucked up mm. because people aren't Exactly perfect And I think a lot of the times You look at like The two three four Richest people in the world And you think These guys Your life is under a microscope Totally Sure Everything you do Is under a microscope Every tweet you have yeah. Everything you do Is kind of a A shock wave In terms of people's emotions You know sure, what I mean Sure The dude's human You know I, I started this whole thing out by In a land far far away In a galaxy yeah. Known as Pretoria South Africa <laughs> The guy's a human being He's, He's extremely smart And extremely talented
0: I just wish that he wasn't like one day being like,
2: I got to fucking fire somebody today. <laughs> you know yeah, true. that's, no, the, very that's true. the things that I have at the bigger problem.
1: Absolutely. Like and I started him out at what? A 4.5? 4. 4.25. Yeah. 4. 4.25. So my final asshole score for Elon Musk is a 5.0. Right cool. with you, buddy.
0: Why don't y'all suck his dick? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm totally kidding, man.
1: <laughs> How much would it cost you to- uh... How much
0: would it cost me to suck Elon Musk? Yes. Yes. I want to hear How this much actually. would it be, Mikey? <laughs> yep. Does anybody know about it? Yeah, yeah. It's on right. Twitter. He's. Gonna it's going to be it. on
1: our Patreon, and he's going to tweet about it.
0: I do it for a million bucks. A million bucks to suck his dick
1: to finish
2: to completion. Oh yeah, no, in, yeah. In <laughs> we in don't get mouth. like halfway. Because I was
0: like for for like just a just one like couple jabs at it. No, maybe a no. hundred thousand. No, no, yeah, on, on the going...
1: face, in the mouth, all of it.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a million bucks would do it. All right.
1: Okay. All right. Good to all know. Right. Okay. It's a little it's bit in my yeah. pocket.
0: When we, we make a, little a bit million More bucks.
2: than uh, Randy did for uh, Mama, Mama June. June. <laughs> yeah, all right. Randy, what, how much do you
0: do to suck Elon's dick?
1: The completion on your face. A million bucks. I'm going to match <laughs> your offer. I'm not going to get cornered on this game again. He said a million and one. He yeah. said,
0: I'm a $1 less gay than you
1: are. I caught a, I caught a lot of shit about an old Honda Civic. <laughs> pounding out mama june for that amount oh but that
0: was even nicer because it wasn't pounding out mama june it was straight up tongue bathing her butthole what was it the
2: montana musket loader on there no
0: that's different now all right let's finish this up uh
2: buddy I'm going to go for a billion knowing how much that guy is oh, worth. I mean like, it. I'm, you, you know, stop you,
0: you
1: it. You know if he was here with his dick out. And a million dollars in a suitcase. Yeah, that's the thing. You it. have to
0: imagine it be, that's what makes the game fun. If yeah. you're not being honest about it. The thing for me, I was like maybe 100,000, but I was like honestly 100,000 in the grand scheme of things isn't much, but a million dollars would be like, it would be
2: life-changing so i would suck i, that I was Probably. going off of his full, like total net worth so you know well, of
0: course but i'm saying this is he's got a check and he's like this is and as soon as you let me blow my load on your face i will write this check to you how much is that check worth and it has to be like he's standing here yep, in the ahc right studio yep. and you have to think like it's really happening what would that be a million bucks to me was i was like that i would yeah,
2: do it yeah i mean a million bucks sounds pretty good or right. a million two Oh, so he's—I'm the gayest guy here.
0: That's it. <laughs> all right, <laughs> all
2: right. With a 5.0 from Buddy, a 5.0 from Randy, and a 6.0 from Mikey, Elon Musk's final
1: asshole score is a 5.3. All right, so with a 5.3, he is right on course. So a funny comparison here: Elon Musk is the same rating on our asshole scores chart. As DMX. DMX did some dirty shit, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm he really. He gave the, it to him. X gave it to him. He yeah, did. He, did. Yeah. he, he And he, SpaceX he, gave it to him as he, well.
0: DM, D, DMX, X, Gun, give it to you. But DMX, uh, man, he robbed a lot of people. I'm really starting to question <laughs> our scale here. He, uh. he progressed the rap game. Elon Musk arguably has progressed humanity. This is true. Yeah, you, you know, the yeah. parallels, yeah. you know. You go. That's right. Awesome. I would suck DMX's dick for-, for More than a million dollars? Nah, I'm insane. <laughs> All right. Any dick, a
1: million bucks. Hey, hey, any of you listeners, <laughs> a million
0: bucks, I will suck that dick.
1: Awesome. All right. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Asshole Court. As always, check us out on all of our social media platforms at AHC Podcast. We got Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram—you name it, we got it. Go find us, give us comments, give us great reviews. We love to hear everything you've got. Don't forget about
0: Patreon.
1: Check Absolutely. that shit out. Go to Patreon AHC Podcast, ad-free shows, swag, voting rights on future subjects, uh, stickers—the whole—the whole gamut. We're all over that shit. We love all of you. Thank you for your support. Be kind to one another. And we'll see you next time on Asshole Court.